Welcome to the Divine Feminines Podcast and Channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar, and in today's episode, we are talking all about 2023. That's it. Happy New Year, happy 2023. Learn about the astro-numerological meaning of 2023, what you can expect in terms of some of those astro shifts, what does 2023 mean in numbers, and how that can help you, the insight of it all. And also, the most important part is how to create the year of your dreams. And before I get started, we have a Manifest Your Destiny, which is the title of this episode as well, event on Sunday the 8th of January. And it's a three-hour online session. So anywhere in the world that you're at, you can come and join us. And we've done it at a good time, hopefully, of 5 to 8 p.m. UK time, which would also be 12 to 3 p.m. EST. So if you're interested, click the link in the description box. You will receive an amazing experience of expansion through healing, through sound, through holy fire, Reiki, energy healing. I will take you through deeper depth of what this 2023 means and astro movements um, and how you can best navigate them and then help you learn techniques and and actually embed techniques in that session to alchemize your year ahead. You'll also learn about unifying your mind, body and soul, which is important when manifesting because you need to manifest from a healthy alignment of mind, body and soul. And we will learn more about consuming consciously. And for those that are based in the UK, you will receive tropical fruit Compliments of Dream Fruit UK to your door. So shout out Dream Fruit UK, Connor, the founder of Dream Fruit UK, Oslem, the contemporary healer, our Reiki fire master, and Erica Owls, our sound vibrational and meditation expert as well. And then myself, Steph Star. So we're all going to be taking you through that experience. Now, Let's get into this episode. But before I say that, don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. We are Divine Feminines on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. And why like and subscribe to this channel? Because we've just got goodness. We've got positive vibes, how to become better, and how to just create the, the life that you've always wanted. It's all about growth and empowerment. And I'm here just sharing my experiences. I'm, it, it's really just a safe space. And for all those that have been with me up until this point, thank you so much. We have reached the top 10% of reach globally for Spotify on Wellbeing Podcasts. I'm so stoked about that. So grateful. And thank you to all of those new subscribers. So you're all welcome here. And I hope that you find some great content, whether that's balancing your masculine feminine energy, creating the, the life that you really want, healing. We've got all of that good stuff. Okay. So 2023, let's talk about the numerology of it first. 2023 deduces down to a number seven. You are looking at a number seven. I am yours truly a life path seven. So what does seven mean? Seven is very much a spiritual number. Actually, it's interesting because when you think about the seven wonders of the world or the seven continents or the seven chakras, it all seems quite... 777, right? And seven also carries with it mysticism, um, that esoteric, that deeper death rebirth energy, um, a very powerful sort of higher energy and mysticism and esotericness to it, even if that isn't even a word. And with seven, it's a very interesting number because it's also an analytical number. Um, 
I can definitely be testament to living out a life path seven. If those of you that know me through the podcast or through any of the content I share, I'm I'm always transforming and rebirthing and sharing a lot of that through my content. Um, and I'm very tapped in, tuned in to my higher self and into my intuition, but balancing that with the 3D and the 5D, which can be quite tricky for when you are going on spiritual awakening. So seven is, you know, it's also a very lucky number. It's a very powerful number. And this year being 2023, it seven is a uni- it's a universal year. So it's going to be a very powerful energy um, for us going into this. Now, if you think about this last year of 2022, it was a year six. Six was all about divine love, divine union, relationships. Six is about relationships with yourself first and family and friends. So this year might have been a year where you were actually really connecting to yourself, starting to give, you know, get, give yourself that self-love, also healing on relationships, maybe stepping away from other relationships and focusing. And we did have the Taurus and Scorpio axis of the eclipse, right? And that may have really been quite significant in terms of um, relationships, home life, how you perceive yourself, security, but also in terms of transformation with that Scorpio energy, so Taurus being, you know, stability, also pleasure and, and, and all of that nice stuff, home and stability, but also what does that mean? And then also with the Scorpionic energy, the death and the rebirth, and that's going to be almost enhanced, really, because death and rebirth is, is kind of like your number seven. It's about going inward and real change, it's transformation. Now, our collective have gone through a lot over these last few years, and um, it's been quite an interesting um, several set of cycles that have played out. A lot of people are not where they used to be, whether that's in terms of like their actual family dynamics, their relationships, or how they see themselves. Many have been going through mass awakenings. So this year of 2023, for those that are watching, I think a lot of you probably are already on that spiritual journey. But if you aren't or you're starting to embark on it, this is a year that's going to help really propel that forward. It's going to enhance a lot of that. A lot of our collective will be, so for those that maybe are still kind of new to the game of going inward and doing that tra- that self-transformation, because spirituality, you know, this is why I... I'm not following any religion. I'm not, you know, th- that was a, those were orders that were created. Those are man-made things, um, constitutions, ways of doing things, conformity. Spirituality allows you to be free. There is no teaching as such. You learn from yourself. You access that through your higher consciousness and you discern what's right or wrong. You don't need to be a certain way or behave a certain way to be deemed following that way of life that's acceptable because that's conform is conforming as long as you're not killing anyone and you're not doing anything that is bad or harmful you have the power to create those beliefs and your own morals and have your own ethos that feels right to your soul to your journey so that is really much what spirituality is about it's not about attaching to anything it's about going within and becoming a better version of yourself all the time and I could go on and on about that but that's not the point here the point is is that the number seven will allow you to do more of that whether you're following a religion or not 
it's going to ask you to do that, you know, to really transform. And it's going to push you a bit in that direction. So if you're already on that path, know that it's only going to help you a bit along. Now, I know too well that when you are doing it, it can be uncomfortable, guys. Nothing that asks for change is easy. But is it worth it? Of course it is. I am the epitome of that. I am the constant representation of death and rebirth and transformation. So, and I'm enjoying my life and enjoying my journey and it's a beautiful thing. So I encourage you to not stray away from it because the longer you do, the more it pushes you. So also with the energy of 2023, those that have been sort of like holding back will be pushed, will be kind of, you know, nudged and kicked and a little bit shoved in that direction. Think about tarot and the tower cards coming in or the death card coming in. Sometimes that seems quite sudden, but it, it does need to happen to clear away. Death rebirth is about clearing away what no longer is good and to allow the, the new to come in because it's for your highest good. So actually, when we think about the number seven as well in astrology, so interestingly, Seven, I said, is mysticism. It's going within. It's it's also analytical. It's also reviewing. So this is maybe a time where you may, you know, want to self-review. As much as you do um, that inward work, you will self-review and ask yourself, does this resonate with me anymore? These beliefs, I actually might want to do things a bit different. Um, and this is a great energy to be able to do that. Seven in astrology, the house seven which is really interesting because I'm recording this right now and it's Capricorn season and my Capricorn is in house seven and Mercury is in retrograde in Capricorn and very much is emanating a lot of the house seven aspects, which I find very interesting, but it's in Capricorn. I'm going to come back to that in a minute, Mercury in retrograde, we're going to talk about that. House seven in astrology is all about relationships, romantic friendships, one-on-one relationships, business partnerships, even frenemies, right? So this seven is also going to be an opportunity to not just give to yourself and the relationship with yourself. So there is a continuation from last year in sort of that number six energy, but there will be a continuation to the relationship with yourself as you go within and you understand yourself. And even through that, how you're connecting with others and Clearing out to have more healthier dynamics, healthier relationships, whether that's your current relationship or love relationship transforming, or you're starting a new journey with someone, um, or it's family, or it's friends, or it could even be work, you know, because we work, if you think about it, you spend most of your life working, so you're spending a lot of time with certain individuals, and some of those relationships are quite integral in your day-to-day life, so having healthy dynamics there and, and giving... But it's almost like giving flowers to others whilst being that bouquet yourself. So this feeling and energy of curiosity and compassion at the same time, which is really beautiful. Now, I hope that that gives you a good vibe about this year seven. Seven's also lucky, you know, when you follow that path of Uh, the inward journey and the death rebirth and you allow yourself to transform so many blessings come and let me just tell you so many blessings come it's not easy to do 
But when you when you pluck up that courage to start going, you know what, I'm going to take that leap of faith. I am going to like surrender. I'm going to like move in a different direction or allow my path to kind of unfold in, in a way that I never used to because I was trying to control things. That is powerful and you are getting rewarded for that work. Blessings will come through and it will come through in the most unexpected and most magnificent of ways. So know that it's actually a really, really cool moment when you do do that. It's just, it can be a little bit tough. Now, for those of you that are already on the journey, been doing a lot of that work, right? Because I know some of you vets are there. Doesn't make you any better than anyone else. No one's better than anyone else. But you might just be more used to and more accustomed to that. So you'll go a bit more deeper. You might even start to tap into more spiritual gifts and realize the gifts of your psyche and, you know, your intuition. And so those gifts of yours, whether it's like clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, they might start speaking to you. You might start to get more visualizations. Dreams might start to play more of a role for you. Um, something very interesting. Astrologically, Saturn is making a big move from Aquarius into Pisces. And the last time that happened was 30 years ago. That was around... 1994 to 1996 do you remember then for those that are old enough I remember then and I'm like wow that was I was a little girl but that was a that was an interesting time I actually recalled some significant moments in those in those years but that that move to Saturn into Pisces and that's going to happen in March March 7th to be 7th to be exact and then it will be stationed there will be will be bringing about a very much needed going within you know intuition Pisces energy and also the karmic element of Saturn will play a role for us to really hone in on what we need to be understanding from within so there's a lot of this energy of, of, of really connection with self and that is needed for this collective to vibrate higher for this collective to heal because in order to vibrate higher, we, we need to heal and we need to release and let go of the past and let go of limited beliefs, wounds and all of that stuff. So then we are in a better position to have an open heart chakra, to have a more healthier way of being and connecting with others. And that will help seventh house, one-on-one -on -one relationships and, and all of it then will transcend around our interactions with each other and create a more healthier dynamic and community. Um, now, we are currently in two retrogrades. We've got Mars in retrograde uh, in Gemini. And then now we've entered Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. Now, first of all, Mars retrograde in Gemini is, is also a, a way to get things moving quite quickly as well. Um, Gemini is all about the um, planet of communication. So it is, it is a quite a, an interesting opportunity to have better communication, to use the, the, the lines of communication, creativity to help bolster uh, Mars in this retrograde, in this space. But it can also make things quite frustrating. Communications, interactions, you can get peed off and um, hacked off by the smallest little things. So it's all about taking a bit of a rest, being very careful with communications, being very meticulous about what you do and how you're doing it and 
where you're giving your energy. And then that's even more enhanced with Mercury going into retrograde right now in, in Capricorn. And it's interesting because we've had a shadow period for the last couple of weeks. And I sometimes think that the shadow is more of the challenge in some instances. I personally have seen that. Not challenge, I'm not seeing it as in a challenging, challenging way. It's almost like things are surfacing for you to kind of look at. Now, retrogrades are given bad reps, like they've been told to be really, oh my God, everything's going to fall apart, your ex is coming back, it's going to be terrible, you're going to do this, you're gonna, your phone's going to get broken, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not a negative thing, and you, you really need to understand that, guys. Actually, it being in Capricorn and, Cap and conjunct Capricorn into Venus, this is beautiful energy if you only allow it to be, and the way that you can allow it to be beautiful energy is by taking a bit of a rest, taking it a bit easy, um, making sure that you, I like to call it all the R's, you relax, you um, rejuvenate, you restore, you recalibrate, you reevaluate, you reassess, you review. And in that moment, it's a great time to just take a step back. And so I know it's the new year, and you want to just go, but use this time, use the Mercury and retrograde to allow you to just review and get yourself ready. Okay, what is it that I need to clear out? And it's an energy of, what is it that I need to finish up? So you may have started some stuff in 2022. This is a good time to kind of get some of those, clear some of those things out, like a couple of things on the to-do list, things that you said you wanted to do. Look at those things. Do you still need to do them? Is it going to actually be relevant for my 23 yes because it's connected to one of those intentions or goals okay fine then look at that get it finished rather than trying to start new stuff this is not the time to be starting new things not right this moment right you can have the intentions and all of that good stuff but once we hit january the 18th then you'll have the energy to propel forward and you'll be given that kind of gusto and impetus to just <laughs> slingshot out of it so use this moment now yes you have to be aware that little things might come to p piss you off <laughs> to hack you off to annoy you and mars in retrograde through gemini will also double up on that so little things like you know if you guys know i'm vegan i've had a few challenges of being given some weird food and i just had to grin and bear it rather than just making up a big chat like kicking off what's the point like i'm used to that you know i go to some places and they're not very much astute to what plant-based lifestyle is they're not that accustomed to it and that's fine i have patience with it so this is a time to practice even more patience you're going to also feel maybe that communications are not clear or that you might need to say things more succinctly coherently meticulously so be mindful of your own communications and when you're writing messages and things like that just take time this is a great time to really enhance the communication you have with others um, to really enhance the way that you deliver a communication the way you interpret it so don't read too fast take time to understand process and 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 then you know interact it's a really good time to refine on these communication skills actually i think that's really what this is about personally now the interesting part of capricorn and venus conjunct this aspect of love and i mentioned number seven being that the one-on-one -on -one relationships this is a great time for removing 
all of the old karma of old relationships. So whether you're in a relationship, in a union, in a romantic dynamic, or you're single, whatever is coming to the surface around the past, whether that's to do with your current partner or past partners, this is a great time to alleviate all of that baggage. And interestingly, I actually, I'll share something with you guys, because, you know, I do like to be open and have give a little bit of me, like, authentically, is that I actually started to experience it in the shadow period. So some things from the past started coming up. They weren't that bad, though. They weren't that uncomfortable. I mean, I'm consciously always mindful about what it is that I need to work on. There were just a couple of things, and I was like, oh, and I knew what it was straight away. I allowed like it to surface. I felt it. I can, you know, I I I understood it, and I was able to explore it and really sit with it. And then, and now I just feel like it's gone. <laughs> so whether that's you're doing it with yourself or you have to talk about it with a partner, um, you'll know. And this is a great time to have better communication with your partner. You may feel that it might feel a little bit heavy. There might, If you're feeling heaviness with your partner or you're feeling it's a little bit challenging, it's probably because there's some something that needs to be sort of shed from your dynamic. And whether that's something you need to talk about and let go or you need to approach things differently. But take time, be patient with your partner. Um, you may feel that this is a time where you're being, I don't know, challenged in the way that you're trying to express yourself, but this energy is actually trying to help you because by letting all of this sort of surface and disintegrate, because when you let things surface, they come up to the surface, they don't go back down. Because if you let them come to the surface, if you allow them to come to the surface and you go, oh, I see you okay, I'm understanding you, I'm evaluating you, then it disintegrates, it kind of evaporates into the air. That's my visualisation on it. Um, Once things surface, they are ready to be released. If you're not allowing them to surface, though, or you're kind of trying to push them away, they're only going to kind of bite you in your butt. Um, And we've also got um, a play of Saturn coming through, in Capricorn, because Saturn rules Capricorn. So that is the planet of karma. So, you know, if you have had some things that you've done that are not so great in the past or whatever to do with relationships or whatever it is, maybe not in relationships, but the past, this retrograde will bring some of that stuff up or unfinished business that you've not really looked at, that you're kind of holding back, whether that's something that you need to release because it's holding you back, it's your self-talk, or it's the way that you're showing up or being truthful to yourself. There's some of that, but also the Capricorn is the energy of authority. It's the energy of serious serious institutions. It's structure, it's organizations. So authority figures like schools, institutions, um, legal institutions, work, bosses. You may have communications coming in there. You may notice things are coming up to be cleared there, whether there's sort of things that are coming up to the surface to be dissolved or, you know, new agreements that are on their way. Um, but on the way to them, certain things need to happen. You're getting contacted by bosses, school teachers, for your kids or for yourself or um, other authority figures. This this can be happening at this time. Also a way to kind of, kind of balance out some of that. So anything that needs to be addressed or looked at 
And that is going to allow the room for post-Mercury retrograde, for things to really flourish. So if it's love, really going to bring in some really great healing energy for current relationships and for those relationships to ascend to the next level, especially if you're doing that that joint work with your partner and you're committed to the work on yourself. And if it's just the early days and maybe you've just met someone or you haven't even met someone, but you, this will bring in that that potential partner or even just accelerate some of that movement post-Mercury retrograde for the formulation of what is um, a brand new relationship. So very exciting times, very. And, you know, with all astrology and numerology, there's like the pros and the cons, right? Like there's, if you are navigate, if you are navigating in the right direction, you understand what's around you, you're taking ownership, then you can really ride the wave. Like I always say with Mercury retrograde, just be, if you're committed to like really creating a very good vibration from the get-go every morning, because, you know, yes, things happen, but you're committed to that, you will navigate this well. If you're committed to spending time with yourself, giving time to yourself, giving that self-compassion, self-love moment, you will do well during this time. It's not any different from any other time. It's just you need that, you need that routine. You need that consistency because it's going to help you. So for those of you that do have that routine and consistency, you're going you're gonna to find this to be fine. I really do. And for those that maybe don't have it as much, it's just an opportunity to bring more of that in. And this pays off because if you can stick with that for the longer term, it will help you. Um, and all of these astrological movements, remember that they're doing, they, they, they do this for our own good. It's always for our highest good. So um, it's it's powerful, it really is. And um, interesting times when we think about, okay, the rest of the year. I'm not going to go into loads of it. So if you attend the event, I will talk more to it. Um, but we also have eclipse seasons and they are continuing from the axis of Scorpio and Taurus. Again, Scorpio, big, you know, big Scorpionic energy is seven. So lots of transformations and death and rebirth. Um, and things may be shifting massively in the home, um, whether you're moving home or the dynamics of home are different or what you deem security. A lot of that stability and home life and um, even the romance and the self-love and pleasure of things can transform a lot. And so if you're riding the wave in the right direction, trying to focus more on you and filling your cup, because that's what this year is about. It's about filling that cup of yours. If I had a cup, I don't, yeah, anyway. Um, so it's all about filling your cup even more this year. Like if that was the one thing I could say about what this year is about, you fill that cup, you will be fine. You will be fine. You will have a great year. Now, how to manifest the best year ahead? Well, like I'm not going to be able to go into all of the details because in the event, is that that's why we're doing a three-hour event because we are creating the expansion and allowing for some healing, some beautiful healing through sound, through Reiki and through meditation and then some conscious consumption of some beautiful high vibrational fruits and then we're alchemizing at the same time, we're building this vision boards. What I'll say to you is, if this doesn't feel to you that this is like a new year, if you're like, do you know what, I don't really feel this is a new year, and to many, it might not. For me, I'll be honest with you, 
I felt like Lionsgate was a new year for me. Like it was one of the biggest portals that I experienced. I thought like, wow. But generally speaking, you know, the new year in astrological terms is in Aries season. So that's, you know, March into April. It's springtime. So that might resonate more for you. So don't force it if it doesn't. But you can still use this as a way to um, cycle through the old and into the new. So I'm going to give you a few tips of what I think is going to be valuable. What I definitely recommend is take a step back and make sure you assess this last year that you've had. 2022. What are you grateful for? Think about every month. If you can, and you can say what you're grateful for in terms of every single month of the year. And if you can't, then I recommend doing that for when you get to 2023 and you're every month write like a gratitude list maybe every week every month and keep it so that when you get to the end of the year it's a beautiful thing and obviously the energy of the act of gratitude and being in the state of gratitude only creates and amplifies and magnetizes more enhancements to your life right as long as you've got the space it be enhanced more it's not more you know it's not about more it's not about getting more in life it's, it's about getting a more enhanced experience a more refined and even more personalized and aligned experience right um so definitely take a step back and look at this last year and ask yourself what is it that you know that you're grateful for and then also I want you to say to yourself, what am I proud of in terms of like, what? give yourself credit. You've gone through a whole year. Now, sometimes I think we're really harsh on ourselves. It's like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. Get your head out of the clouds on that one, right? There might be some things you can wrap up now. Yeah, sure. Great. Do it. Do it in this Mercury retrograde. But some of it might not be possible. So don't get too caught up on it and go to yourself, what is it that I've done this year that actually I've never done before or I thought was going to be really hard but I got through it whatever it is it could be could be to do with work it could be a personal venture could be navigating challenging times with family could have been you know quite drastic stuff that you've had to deal with or could have just been doing something in a different way walking away from people leaving a relationship um take learning a new language or going out there to network with you know make new friends like whatever that is that is incremental to something that you've not experienced before or it's just different for you um and you know that it's made a positive impact and you know you were chuffed at the time re-celebrate that please 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 give yourself that credit and then once you've done all of that I think that's a really great vibration to be in and then allow yourself to really think about the things that you want for 2023 and now when I say this it's like the new moon definitely go into your heart space and really sit with that it would be really nice to do a meditation um if you're interested of just doing some nice meditations you can just go and use a binaural beats on youtube on on frequencies that are like um you know 888 hertz frequency abundance prosperity even just frequencies like 444 and asking for cleansing and aura um, cleansing and um, positive energy type um, binaural beats um, instrumentals really beautiful to have you can kind of meditate and zone out to that clear your space definitely a great time to 
clear everything, um, release anything you don't need. It's a bit of that like new moon energy, right? When we're just old, old moon, full moon to new moon energy, purging and then creating space for calling in new. So when you're looking at your intentions for the year, or it could just be the intentions of the next three months, whatever those wishes are, make sure that they are aligned to who you are. And that they're coming from a place of love. They're coming from your heart space. So, you know, like, please don't be sitting there going, I want more money and I want a car and I want this, because that's all material, guys. So I want you to really be, and you can have those things, don't get me wrong, but really, really try to unpack that and go, you know, okay, Maybe you want to get more abundance. I'm sure you do. But how and what do you want to do in order to get it? Like actually helping others. And I help a lot of people. I make a lot of money. Um, and, you know, I'm supported by the universe. That kind of energy allows you to expand there and call that in. Now, what are the services that I need to deliver on? Or what is my business going to look like? Or how do I want to propel my business forward? And how does that help the collective? I always say that when we're doing our goals and our intentions, not to be, it's good to be selfish when we're filling our own cup, but when we're calling in more for ourselves or enhancements and manifesting, let's manifest from a place where it doesn't just help us, it helps us to help others, okay? So I'm going to love and, love and leave you there. Um, I can't share more because I'd be going on and on for ages, but I hope that this episode helps. I hope that, you know, you get a good vibe for 2023. You understand some of those astro uh, placements right now. Uh, the astrology is is positive for us right now. It is a little bit slow moving. It's about resting. Really enjoy this moment to take rest. A lot of you may be off and maybe not going into work on the first week of Jan. If you're not, enjoy that. Um and if you are, don't like see it as a bad thing. Just make sure you take time for yourself. Um, it's a great time to start new routines and everything, but be easy on yourself. Look at maybe things that you may have committed to already and that you haven't finished off or you want to refine before starting new things. Um, this is that energy. And then be ready. Just be a reminder of 18th of Jan, that is when things will the energy will lift and things will move quite fast and you'll notice that. I've noticed many a times when Mercury goes back direct, it is just boom, boom, boom. And actually, when it says retrograde, when they say retrograde, let me just say this to you. It's actually interesting because it's not like it's going backwards. It's a bit of an optic illusion. It's actually just going really slow and the Earth is speeding up. So because Mercury's going really slow, I used to say Mercury, I was about to say that, I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and in that moment, if you think about it, it's going really slow. It's actually asking us to slow down and be more vigilant and just more with ourselves and just more mindful. So this is a really supportive energy to help us be better, communicate better and reevaluate and reassess and review before we start calling in the new things that we want to create in the 2023. So it's almost like the new year, if you want to talk talk about the new 2023 year, is kind of really going to kick off in a couple of weeks' time once Mercury goes direct. But this is a great time to start preparing and start uh, and just finish off. Start preparing, but finishing off anything that you need to finish off on. Okay, 
So I hope that helped you. Um, I really just freestyled this whole thing. I was basically wanting to just share something valuable that you could use for New Year's and into the month of January. And with that being said, I hope it has been valuable. Mwah, 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 mwah. Peace, light, love and abundance. Have the best year ahead. You will see me and hear from me more because there's a lot more coming from Divine Feminines and I'm excited to share, share it with you in 23. Bye, my loves. Bye, Soul Tribe.